0: the
1: back fence with Tony Kemp. Why has all the all-black chatter disappeared? Aren't we in the World Cup yet? Getting ready to don our most famous of jumpers to help cheer on the invincible all-blacks. Man, it is deathly quiet. Well, let's get the party started, Louis. Let's light the fuse for this year's selections for the Bolters to head to this year's World Cup in France. My first Bolter. Here you go. Cam Roygaard, the Hurricanes halfback. Yep. From the CD, this 23 year old is smashing up the Super Rugby and in my opinion has surpassed incumbents Finley Christie and Falau Whakatawa. And man has he got speed to burn, did you see him on the weekend? Not even a centre can catch that halfback if he gets in the clear, we need that. He's got to come into the reckoning on the back of his current strong Super Rugby campaign. My other bolter has to be Sean Stevenson. The Waikato outside back can cover almost any position in the back one but more importantly He's such an attacking weapon. The All Blacks are definitely going to need players with the X Factor just to get through the early rounds of the World Cup. Sean would have to be just such a bolter. If you throw throwing Mark Talia, we are now talking strike power on both sides of the pitch. How good! But the question is, will Fozzie select these players, or stay with the tried, or should I say tired, and tested? I'm picking that if he does the latter, then it's an early bath for the ABs. Who you got? Bolters or Mainstays?
0: Off the back fence with Tony Kemp. Wow. It's a really interesting one, Kempy. because on one hand, Ian Foster has nothing to worry about moving forward. So can't he just do whatever it takes to win this World Cup? So can't he just drop all loyalties and any anything, you know, is that does it make it easier for him now that he has no clarity for next year to be able to just go you know what I will pick who I want and the people that help me get here that I think I might need their vote for next year or whatever or to keep them happy well if you're not in the best 23 you're not in the best 23 is it easier for him now
1: oh, well I would I would think so I think I think what is in the back of his mind too is like what's actually going to get me through the tournament and keep me in the game because an early bath, I don't know whether he, he gets another gig. You know what I mean? He gets the tournament. He gets whatever he wants. So I would definitely be making sure that I'm going to take players up there that can win me the cup. You know, that's the World Cup. Not get knocked out in a quarterfinal because we know how hard that side of the the, uh, the draw is. And my, in my opinion, Sean Stevenson and Mark Talia, you've got to have them both in the team. Well, and, a, be- and a Cam Royguard at halfback. He is going better than Finland and but People can't disagree with that.
0: I don't disagree with that at all. I think Cam Roigard, I had a friend actually one week into the competition to say to me, watch Cam Roigard, just watch him. I've been watching him in the MPC, watch Cam Roigard at Super Rugby level. He will take the step up. I think he's playing brilliant. Who's your second halfback? So I assume Aaron Smith's your your halfback, You take. He's still got juice, he's still got one last dance in him. Cam Roigard, and then who? Brad Webber. Brad Webber, okay, yeah, got you. Okay, interesting. So you got well, both, it's, it's
1: interesting. They're both sitting one, one and two in the comp as well in Super Rugby. Um, both those halfbacks, they're like a what? Do you, what would you call it? They're like a Sean Johnson or a, or a fullback and a spine, aren't they? So it's important that you do take up those two two players. The pro, the the problem that we got with our halfbacks if we don't take them up is we haven't got a scoring halfback. Cam Roygaard and Brad Webber are definite scoring chances. And you've got to score points to win games in, in that, at, at that level.
0: Well, I think Cam regards physicality as a halfback, and you spoke about his speed. He's just he's at the peak of his physical presence, whereas the others are kind of on there. And, and you know, we've we'll, got to give TJ a chance. We've got to, to see him. But, man, coming back from an Achilles, like I know when we spoke to him, he, he's got the self-belief. He thinks he's the best in the world, which is great. And he has to think that way, but he's got a massive uphill battle, and he also know that. You're talking Mark Talea you're talking uh, Sean Stevenson. Hard to knock, but listifying Anuku's form, and I am still questioning what listifying Anuku ever did wrong. He played that first Ireland, he played in that Ireland game, and then just didn't get another crack for the rest of the All Blacks season. And maybe they're seeing things at training, and and they're not necessarily um, weren't seeing enough out of his development. So there becomes a bottleneck. There becomes a logjam here, Kimpy. All of a sudden, a player's like Caleb Clark on the outer. Um, where, Like, where, where does, and you're talking Sean Stevenson, remember we talked Damien McKenzie last week. Where does Bowden Barrett sit in all of this if he's not going to start? Can he? Get, can you justify playing Bowden Barrett in 23 when Damien McKenzie's playing this good?
1: Well, that's what I'm saying. Tried or tired. You know what I mean? I think you've got to really take that um consideration into your selections and I, I hear I hear what you're saying you know Carmo saying you know they they've got a policy of picking players that have been there they're tried and tested you know they there are players from super rugby rugby that don't make the step up well Mark Tialea made the step up you know Sean Stevenson if you're given the go I think makes a step up we've seen that when he played for the Maori All Blacks um and, and you have a look at players around the world that have gone over from super Rugby and made the step up in other international teams I sort of don't buy that one this, that they can't make that step up I just I just think you've got to pick in this current selection policy you've got to pick players that are going to win you football games you know and unfortunately for us we've you know in the last 12 months haven't had players that win us football games we've had
0: tried and tested. I hear you loud and clear, Kim, but do you know what the other thing is? The precedent is there, especially for outside backs. 2011, yes, Izzy Dag had played in 2010, but Izzy Dag coming in for Mills Muliaina when Mills got injured, potentially the winning of the World Cup. 2015, Izzy was on the other flip side of it. Who did we bring in? Nehe Ilnesscutter. Nehe Ilnesscutter tore the competition apart. The precedent is there, especially for outside backs where the margins are so thin and they can get hot and can completely change the space and change the face of a tournament. I love it. Who would you be picking? Uh, the old or the new? Double eight, double three, oh eight hundred one five zero eight eleven. 0800 Who's your World Cup bolter? Kimpi wants to talk rugby union. So do I. Give us a call. Here's Anaheim with the news for Kubota together with Shaping and Building New Zealand.